remember uh, many years ago now, uh, you know, coming home after uh, work on a Friday, and usually I'd make a beeline to the local blockbuster, uh, rent a movie. That's just the usual Friday nights. Now, that's uh, a few years ago, and many have said, well, uh, the movie business, or certainly the video rental business, uh, went away a long time ago. You can blame streaming, you can blame many other technologies. But in Victoria, there was a video store uh, that was open and loved by many, and is still loved by many. But Pick-A-Flick uh, has announced that it'll be shutting down later this year. Joining us now is the owner of Pick-A-Flick Video, Kent Bendel. Kent, thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, why are you shutting down? I think I think the reasons are pretty obvious to most people. Um, I'm a video store in 2023. It just it doesn't make sense. Um, I've been going for as long as I can, but various reasons, obvious and not so obvious, have led me to this conclusion that it's just time to shut her up. Well, I got to tell you, out of admiration, a video store open in 2023 is still amazing because many of them shut down even well, way no, longer. Well, no, I always tell people I'm an anomaly when they ask how how have you done it. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and and the store opened in like 1983 in Victoria, so it's been running continuously for 40 years as a video store, which is pretty amazing. How have you kept it running over the last five, seven, eight, nine years? Like, how, what is the reasoning for people to say, you know what, I need to, I still want to go to the, my little video store to pick up. Up a movie um a couple reasons number one well maybe not number one but selection we have over twenty five thousand titles whereas somewhere like netflix has three thousand i think mm-hmm. we have stuff you just can't find anywhere and plus it's a community hub it's where people come and not just you know just to get a movie but you know it's that interaction with the clerk with other people getting movies what do you got there what's good what have you seen mm-hmm. it's a whole social element to it that I think people really miss nowadays. So were you still purchasing newer movies as well? Yeah, I just got like Cocaine Bear in today for rental. <laughs> so I have, I have stuff like from silent films, like right up to the latest releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a retailer, um, how much time do you spend educating yourselves about specific movies, their content, perhaps giving your own movie reviews? Do customers rely on you for your, uh, your advice? Definitely. When they come in, you know, they they want to know what's good and what's bad. And if I've seen something that's garbage, I, I have no problem letting them know. <laughs> but, you know, it's it. And nowadays, there's just so much coming out all the time. It's kind of hard to keep up with everything. Mm. Uh, there's certainly convenience, one would argue, with uh, streaming today, uh, whether it's on the phone or, 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 a, or a big screen TV. Do you think we're losing something in regards to the movie watching experience by you know, accepting and embracing technology like we have? Definitely. There's, um, I mean, convenience is great, and it's it's my number one, you know, enemy here. But uh, as great as the streaming and that is, we are losing, I mean, we're losing access, first of all, to like thousands of films, tens of thousands of films probably, that are just unaccessible. And then you're also losing that physical, that human interaction of going into a store and, and the knowledge that you're keeping a small neighborhood store afloat and you're, you know, impacting the, uh, the neighborhood. There's so much. It's like a whole, you know, little ecosystem of, of itself. And when that's gone, it's, it's going to be missed. Uh, and part of me always thinks that, you know, because some of these movies, yes, there are less movies they're offering on streaming, uh, but the fact that you have so much, you have such a easy access to them uh, with a remote, you can just go through whatever you need to go through. You're not mm. as committed to a movie. It's almost like 
film is art, but we've kind of made it disposable to a certain degree, or it's very easy to sort of just slough off a film without being committed to it. Like you've gone to the movie, if you've gone to the store, rented that movie, driven there, driven home, and you're going to watch it because you, you put some effort into it rather than streaming is easy, right? Exactly. I had that exact same conversation with a uh, customer earlier today. He's like, I came here and I rented this movie. I'm going to go home. I'm going to watch it because I put the commitment in. Whereas if you're on TV streaming and scrolling around, you're going to watch 10 minutes of something, five minutes of something else. You don't have that commitment Mm -hmm. because you didn't put the commitment into selection. Are there particular movies that are more popular than others in regards to people want to rent them? Is it Does the rom-com do better than, uh, let's say, an action flick or whatever it may be? Are there particular movies that generally do very well when it comes to rentals? Uh, the, the number one rentals are always like the franchise stuff, the Harry Potter films, the Lord of the Rings films, the Marvel films, the Star Wars films. Um, and for us, uh, underlying that are like strong independent comedies and things like Waking Ed Divine, you know, British films, mm-hmm. um, Waiting for Guffman, independent American comedy, the sort of lesser known films, but uh, everything rents still. Is there a particular, what are your favorite films? I'm very curious because you've, you would have seen everything. You're in around movies all yeah. the time. What do, you, what do you like? Right now, my, my favorite thing is like stuff from the 1930s. Really? Pre pre Hayes Code Hollywood stuff, like comedies and musicals. I just find them very refreshing hmm. and so different than stuff today. Yeah, I, I could imagine. Um, in regards to the, the, the titles that you have, 25,000 titles, uh, the store's lease is up, uh, I think, is at the, end, at of the sep- end of September. End of September. What do you do with 25,000 titles? Well, ideal situation is somebody wants to come along and buy the whole collection and keep it accessible uh, to the public. Um, if that doesn't happen, there's going to be a really big sale at the end of uh, the summer. Wow. So do you think you can sell it all all in one? I don't know. It's such an impressive collection. I, I don't mean to brag, but uh, it's something else. And it's, you know, when people see it and people come from other cities and countries, they're like overwhelmed by what I have and what's here. So ideally, you know, someone wants to keep that, if it's an organization or what, wants to keep that together and, uh, like I said, accessible for people to experience and well, enjoy. Well, maybe the Victoria Library System uh, should drop by and, and take a look at what you have. There's, there's lots of talk going on with lots of people right now. So uh, I'm, I'm sure something will transpire over the summer. So. Well, Kent, thank you so much for your time. All the best to you. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it's a shame that uh, you have to shut down at the end of September, but it, you've played such a vital part, uh, to, uh, a vital part of the community there. Uh, wishing you nothing but the best. Thank you so much.